Welcome, everybody, to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, Soto? Happy Monday. What's up, B. Lee? You know what I'm saying? What's going on, kid? Never spoken to you all weekend. How busy, huh? It's been a pretty hectic week. You know, uh, a lot going on. Family-wise, uh, sports-wise, wrestling-wise. You okay. know. Lively. Yeah. I see you see the camera angle, too. You can see, see you, got the, you got the best flag in the world. Well, here's the thing. So I rearranged my whole room uh, mm. because uh, my AC broke. So if you remembered, my AC was right above my stream setup or yeah. my computer setup. So now I was like, hey, you know what? Let me change it and let me put like, you know, where my TV is and whatnot uh, and my old classic uh, gaming systems all set up. So I have that right under the AC, and then where my TV used to be, that's where I put my gaming setup. So it's a different uh, background, different look. Where's your Where's your uh, dresser? It's, it's over there. Where's my what? Where's your dresser? My dresser. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's that way. Yeah. So it, it's it's. Oh, so your setup is down towards more towards the window. Like your, your yeah. Door. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I oh, mean, when, when you come over for a class of, uh, of uh, Clash at the Castle. Yeah, AW and Clash of the Castle, so I'll be a nice, busy... Uh... I was going to say Clash of Champions. I, listen, Clash of Champions was great. It was fun. I enjoyed that because every title was being built, was being used. But, hey, man, listen, they, they want to do what they want to do. But good. I'm glad you had a productive weekend. I know with me, I had uh, another Met game, another Thriller. Okay. Um, yeah. So I saw you saw a story. It was it was it was quite enjoyable. You know, been trying to do a lot of networking with the podcast, the center third. So it's been lo- been busy. Um, back in the gym, I have to get my uh, get my body. They call it prehab. So when I go and get this knee surgery done, um, I'll be in good. I'll be in good shape. So when I get out of shape, I won't be like, Bleh! you know, what I'm saying like it was the time before. They're my first first set of surgeries. Well, for those who don't know, um, I was the one responsible for injuring uh Billy's uh knee. Um he, you, he got no. he got a he got a little snippy with me and I had to put him in his place. Bullshit. And I did and I did the concerto on his knee. So don't yeah, so don't feel yeah, so, yeah, yo, yo, I don't know why you're lying to the fans. Yeah, I don't know what you want to do yeah. here. All right, put him out of commission. Tomorrow. You get up tomorrow, about- you get hit with a chair. Mm-mm. I got eyes in the sky because you want to lie to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he's due for knee surgery. I'll take full responsibility, but it had to be done. <laughs> Sports did this. It's I just... turned heel, full heel. That's fucked up. I thought it was cool, man. We weren't supposed to say nothing. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, I did something a couple months ago during basketball, so this is not tweaking. By the way, go Knicks. I'm saying we're we're it's it's almost time. I know football season around the corner, so you know I gotta, you know, it's Sundays. Sundays will be, you know, we're looking good. Hard knock, shout out to Hard Knock, shout out to HBO. You guys should definitely sponsor us, HBO. Your Showtime had Deuce Miro. You got Egg Message General Beely. You know what I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reaching for 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 branches here, just trying to get by, trying to get the sponsorships. Um, but yeah, so let's get right into this. Let's get to it. So I know you've been uh fiending for some um yeah we, we for some a, wrestling talk yeah definitely definitely and it, it's crazy because right now as we're doing this podcast while Monday Night Raw is going on uh, Drew McIntyre comes out and the person that I kind of wanted to talk about comes out which is perfect Kevin Owens so I don't know if you noticed uh last week Kevin Owens versus uh, Ezekiel we saw an aggressive side of Kevin Owens that we haven't seen before. And it kind of seems like WWE is, is planning to bring back the old Kevin Owens, the NXT version, Kevin Owens, the, the prize fighter. Um, and I'm all for it for the simple fact that he was, he is one of the top uh, wrestlers in the company. And now with fact. triple, with triple H full control, you know, remember it was Triple H 
who you know pushed for him and he eventually became NXT champion. It was Triple H um who handed pretty much uh, Kevin Owens the Universal Championship in that fatal four-way where he pinned uh, Seth Rollins. So um you know recently we haven't seen much of Kevin Owens. It's been a a, a pretty okay, pretty entertaining um uh, feud with with Ezekiel slash Elias, whatever you want to call it, but uh, it, it was getting to the point where it was kind of stale. It was getting kind of stale, a little repetitive. So seeing Kevin Owens, uh, this version of Kevin Owens comes back. Uh, I love it. I love it. You need Raw needs a another dominant heel, besides, a bona fide heel, like right? That. Exactly. So because right now on on um on SmackDown, right? Well. If you want to be technical, the number one heel in the business is Roman Reigns, and he's going to mm-hmm. be working Raw or SmackDown, right? Because he's double champ. The number two heel on SmackDown is probably going to be Karrion Cross now that he returned. So I feel like Kevin Owens should be the number two heel on Monday Night Raw. Uh, it's just a, a, a perfect fit for him. Um, you know, we, we've said it in the past, he's better a heel than a face. Um, but just the fact that they're finally u- utilizing him to his true potential, uh, I'm super happy about that. It's, I think it's it's only a matter of time um, before we get to see everything um, fall into place with Triple H's plan and with the emergence of people time, of time coming back. I know there's some rumors about a certain duos coming back as well. We'll get to that later. Um, but you're seeing a lot of Triple H trying. I don't know if it's trying to. Um, Vince put band aids on bullet wounds when it came to releases and stuff like that. I think Triple H is actually trying to mend those injuries, you know, so, so to speak. And he's correcting the mistakes that Vince did, and so far it's been working as effectively as possible. Yep, yep. Uh, and I, and I think. Uh, we'll, we'll call it the Triple H effect. Um, we're we're gonna talk about that uh throughout the podcast because you know, other you know um topics kind of fall into that Triple H effect. Uh, which you know, which is pretty good. Um, right. so not I found this uh, pretty interesting. Uh, the fact that you know, um, SmackDown superstar Angel. He went on to Twitter saying that Angel Garza is back, meaning he'll he'll get his last name back. So going which forward, means more wrestlers will be able to do so. Exactly. So you know, uh, Matt Riddle. You know, he will be Matt Riddle again. Raquel Gonzalez is now Raquel instead of Rodriguez is Gonzalez again. Hopefully, yeah. Become... I think th- those people who lost like their their last names or whatever the first names like I don't mind example, Gunther though. No, it's 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 grown on me. Um, I don't know if if you know if they'll change it back to Walter, but you know it's it's something to look forward to. But Tommaso Champa, now when he got called up, he was known as Champa. I don't know if the you know Tommaso name will be back. Uh, same thing with uh, Austin Theory. You know, lost the Austin Theory name Austin and now Theory. Theory. So it's like there's 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 still a lot uh, of wrestlers. Um, it kind of seems like uh, Angel Garza is the first one. So, um, yeah, see, see, again, I think it's part of the Triple H effect. You know, it's like, all right, cutting cutting, cutting people's names to just one is, is stupid. So, um, you know, bringing that name back is, is, is uh, Vital. you know, their full name is uh, legit, you know, pretty good. Um you mentioned a certain duo coming back. Uh, Rumors being teased that uh, the women's division is about to get a whole lot, a uh, whole lot better. It is, it is, and uh, if they do come back, and they were referring to. Uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks. Rumors has it that they'll either show up at the end of the tournament that they're currently having for the women's uh, tag team champions or shortly after the tournament to confront, I guess, the new champions, which I think would be uh, a better... And that, um, that, that's perfect because now you're saying it's the same thing with the whole punk situation years ago. 
I'm champ. I'm walking out. Something gets no, 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 no. I'm a real champ. Let's go duke it out. And it's a perfect storyline to go with that. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, continuing on on that Triple H effect, which I'm gonna say that word or that phrase a lot. Um, you know, when Vince was in charge, Naomi and and Sasha wanted nothing to do with WWE because of Vince. Uh, because of Vince, and maybe it's not solely because of Vince, but Vince was a big factor. Not that there's change. Um, I thought it was pretty quick when they were like, "All right, you know what? Guess we're coming. You know, guess we're we're back. You know." Uh, and not only that, you know, I think the new group of Khan, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. They made it a priority to reach out, and you know, uh, also rumors have it that the the women's uh division are happy about this change because there's mm-hmm. more focus on the women's division. There's more attention, uh, rightfully so. So, uh, again, it's like all these positive like feedback, you know, regarding Triple H and what he's doing. It's like it's not only. It, it, not only is he bringing back like those those people that were wrongfully you know released, but he's just putting attention where attention needs to be looked oh, at. Exactly, like the women's uh, tag team division or the women's division in general. Then he's he's also putting more effort on the tag team division. As a couple of minutes ago, we just saw Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus The Miz and Champa. Um. Another one is is he's bringing back the uh, relevancy of the IC title and the US title. It's so, making so much more happier to watch. Right, because those two because titles, yeah, those two titles in the 2000s and, and, and even late 90s, they were, you know, pre- prestigious. And then it kind of seems like for the past like two or three years or, or even longer, to be honest with you, it just lost all its value. So the fact that, you know, um, Triple H is starting from you know ground up again to try to bring back the value. Uh, is something that you know it has to be admired. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to Friday Night SmackDown, in which we saw the return of Hit, Hit Row. And I'm very happy to see that as well. As they go, like, um, it was only a matter of time. Another correction it. they had to make. I loved it. I, I, like, you know, there the, were. The, Having some technical difficulties here. Uh oh, did we lose them? Oh, so are you there? All right, got him back. I believe he's back. Oh, what's going on? Am I back? All right, I got you back. All right, cool. Okay, okay. My fault, my fault, my fault. Woo. All right. Um. So, yeah, so the return of Hero, um, something that, you know, it, it doesn't like I'm happy. I mean, it, it just doesn't feel the same without uh Strickland. But mm-hmm. just the fact that, you know, the other three members, Top Dollar, B Fab, and Adonis, that they're back. Um, I think that's that's great. I I'm really happy for them. Um, and they could do something with Hit Row. Now, I wouldn't say like um, you know, add new members or anything like that. No, we don't need none like that. But you can build around these three. You can have um Adonis and Top Dollar be uh uh you know uh contenders for that tag team. Um Top Dollar, you know, I mean I'm sorry, uh B Fab, when I saw her wrestling in NXT, I thought she was very raw still. So I, I feel like she needs uh you know a couple more, you know. Um, a couple more. I, I wouldn't say like trainings, but a couple more. I don't know. What would you say? Like, 
Couple more opportunities. Like she more, yeah. she more, she used more rep. I want to say the Velvet. Yeah, there there you go, rep. No, that, that's fine. That's fine. Rep is the perfect word. But, um, you know, just the fact that they're back, uh, and the way the crowd reacted when you know, all you heard was hero, and you know the crowd's reaction, um, shows that you know, th- you know, they mean business, and there's something to look out for on 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 Friday Night SmackDown. So right. And Which, listen, as of right now, is the better of the two. Yeah. I think Fox has a lot of play with that. I've been saying the week in, week out. Fox has a lot of influence on what goes on because it's, like, it's on, you know, it's on Fox Sports. So it's going to be, I think it's very valuable fact to be what it is. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, Triple H effect, bringing back talented superstars that were wrongfully released or, 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 you know, who are questionably released, you know? Um, so, According to Fightful Select, there's a name, there's a rumor of somebody returning to WWE, and that's Bray Wyatt. Okay, so that was a matter of time before we were going to see that. We spoke on that several yeah. weeks ago. I was like, oh, when's this going to happen? It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, it, it, it It's, you know, it's been reported and you know that Vince McMahon did not get along with Bray Wyatt. But when you have a character like Bray Wyatt slash the fiend, that's an opportunity that you, you can't, you can't drop. So if the opportunity is there to bring him back to, 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 I guess to start everything off with a clean slate, you, you, you have to do it because so, Bray White is not the most talented wrestler in the world, but the characterize so exactly. All right, so all right, so I was going to ask this last week, but I want to do more more research about it. Do you think Do you think um, Alexa Bliss still has this character, right, with the doll and all that? Do you think that was just a hold to? Had Bray come back, and maybe they, they no, back. no. See, the thing is with Alexa, they, they, in, in my personal opinion, they didn't know, or they, you know, they don't know what to do with Alexa, which is why she's in this, you know, three on three feud with, with, you know, teaming with, with uh, Oscar and um, Belair against, you know, Becky, um, uh, EO. I mean, I'm sorry, not Becky, uh, Bailey, EO, and Dakota. Uh, right. I felt like she was just thrown in there. Um, I and 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 when she returned after that, you know, hiatus, she did return with the doll. That's what I'm saying. Like it was like it, it was it was so like a half and half. Like half like half her character was still that Bray Wyatt, you know, sister. You know, you know that Bray Wyatt character. Yeah. Plus the other half was like the goddess. So it was like a, a mesh of both. Um, I don't know why she still has the doll. Uh, I think maybe, it's a possible like a teaser, but they don't like Bray Wyatt's gone. He's not like gone forever, right? And you know what? They can they can return to that because I I, I felt like when they they first did it, they dropped the ball, and then two when Bray was released, you know, in other words, she, uh, she was like, oh, it was a shame because she really enjoyed working, you know, that character and mm-hmm. enjoyed working with Bray. So they might revisit that. To be honest with you. If they run it back and let Bray do what does do what he wants when it comes now it's like yo listen you're losing at Mania but I want you to have this I want you to create the storyline where you will be you know top of the top and then lose or listen you're gonna run you're gonna run you're gonna have this run and take the belt in a year or whatever the case whatever the case may be you have to be consistent with what it was I think Vince with the with the fiend was consistent Bray was very consistent with it with what he did with, with his work yeah. So I think if if Triple H goes, listen, we're gonna give you give you here's here's everything you need again. Let us know what you need, and as long as it works with what we want to do, you do what you want. Yeah, I mean, listen, if if and and it's looking likely that he will return because you know numerous reports are saying, you know, um, you know, numerous reports are saying that you know. He it's 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 likely that he'll return to WWE at some point. If he does return, you know, there, there's so many different ways that you can bring him back. And I hope they bring back the, the fiend character. Like um you does know Edge maybe get a uh a look. I mean, listen, 
you can you can you can put that you can you can put Edge Maybe versus Judgment Day. Well, yeah, uh, I've uh, I've read on Twitter that um one possibility or or one idea that was thrown out there um was you know have uh Bray Wyatt return and be revealed as the true leader of Judgment Day because we saw what happened in the past. We see little tidbits. We saw the Fiend and the Fiend versus um. Finn Balor, the demon, mm-hmm. right? We've had that idea. We, I think you, I think I don't know if I brought, if I brought, you brought it. Oh, do we see Demon Finn versus the Fiend? Or you might that. have brought it up. Either way, but it was a possibility that could be something. On top of, oh, if you go with you know him running his own group, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, listen, and and wouldn't it be cool? Like, all right, if Bray Wyatt did return, leader of whatever Judgment Day. And then obviously the fiend would would make sporadic appearances and whatnot, but maybe it's like Bray Wyatt or the fiend that Finn Balor returns to the demon. We haven't seen the demon character since he the Roman lost Reigns to Roman Reigns, yeah. So uh, and you know Finn Balor expressed like you know that he wants more creative control over the demon, meaning you know the possibility of the demon returning is there. And the fact the only loss of a technicality because yeah, you know. That, that was stupid. We're not gonna go. Back, we're not gonna go back to that match. Yeah. But again, another one for the Triple H effect, right? And when you bring everything back, then it makes a whole lot of sense. Like, if, yeah. if, and then it's like, okay, now you have everything you wanted and more, and you got it. So now, yeah. what does that mean? What do you do? You have everything you need now. Now go and and get back into this into this rivalry into this competition. Yeah. What more we got? Uh, we got all right. So, speaking of all these changes in in roster, it kind of leads me to a big shakeup that's happening soon. So, um, oh, the draft. Oh, yeah, fight. Oh, Fightful God. Select is reporting that there is a lot of speculation that a, a draft will take place. Um, after uh the clash uh at the castle, um. And, and here's the thing. I like it because this is going to be under Triple H, not under Vince. Because if it was if it was under Vince, you would get another eye roll out of me. But right. I feel like the, I feel like with or, or under Triple H, we're gonna see kind of like um the attitude uh what's it called? Yeah, uh, not, not, no, not the attitude era. Oh my God. The ruthless aggression era. I'm sorry. Yo, 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 so to get together, yeah. man. I know, it's, I know it's Monday. I know it's a long yeah, day. It's nine. It. We're nine thirty right, right I have, now. I have a perfect excuse. Uh, this morning I had some blood taken away from me, so I went to the doctor. What time? Work. We're not gonna talk about what. Time. What? What? I know you fainted. What time? What is that eight in the morning? Yeah, I, I got back from the gym. I was on Xbox. No, nah, no. Nah. But um, yeah, ruthless aggression era where you know the rosters actually you know stayed within their brand, mm-hmm. right? And then the only time there was a crossover was at certain pay per views, or mainly during Survivor Series, right? And we're, so if we can go back do... to that, that yeah. would be perfect. That the good old SmackDown versus Raw, exactly. You know, and then I think that's where like I hopefully. That's in, in the long run, that's or in the short run, whatever you want to, that's where you would kind of like implement GMs. I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Adam Pierce, but I would see somebody run. Yeah, no, go maybe back pull to him the and says, Hey, I'm about to take it up a notch since there's no Roman Reigns for a while. I'm about to be GM. The yeah, I mean, you need a little line run SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, listen, times were great where it was either Eric Bischoff on Raw. And then it was Paul Heyman on SmackDown. And then there was um back in the uh, day it was you know you were Rick Flair. Or, or Stephanie McMahon was running SmackDown and then Eric Bischoff were raw or Teddy Long was running SmackDown. Like those, like I feel Hold like Hold on now, player. Yeah, you need one the Undertaker. <laughs> you need one good GM and one bad GM. I feel like, you know, since nobody really or fans really don't, you know, uh Mess with Adam Pierce, you know, you have Adam Pierce run one of the shows, 
He's okay. I'm not yeah. the biggest fan, but he he's not terrible. Yeah. You know what was uh what was uh the what was what was the young dude's name? He couldn't wrestle. He became a GM. Oh, Brad Maddox. Yeah. That that was just like uh, anybody. I'll take anybody if it's Pierce. So be it. I'm, I'll I'm, I'll I'll rock with it. But yeah. anything but that fucking trash ass anonymous GM. Yeah, no, that was that. Come on, we're not. We're definitely episode, not going back to that. And it was Bible called turning full bone heel, and then the ne- next week it was gone. I'm like, so you, so Cena didn't quit for you know to bring back the authority. And they're all here. Do you know? Do you know? Here comes Cole. Ha ha, ladies and gentlemen. I got an email from the anonymous GM. I'm like, yo, get this bullshit. No, 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 no. The most like, like the worst part of that storyline was the reveal where it was Hornswoggle the whole time. Yeah, like I that was yeah. So what? So you turn Cole heel. That honestly, that whole like saga with the anonymous GM. And him being an asshole to Cole and Jr. and everybody else, all from to get his ass beat at Mania, which was one of the worst. I wouldn't say it was a horrible match. It was the worst setup ever. Like you knew there was no reason to have Jim, you know, it, it have King and Cole go at it. It was just it, it didn't serve a purpose. Yeah, we just have like Stone Cold fight and just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and yeah. upon that, so King wins all of a sudden. Oh, you know. Uh, you won by by interference, so it looks like I win. I said, great. And this guy spoke with all this bullshit for like two years. You know, I don't want to mess with him. I want to know. Oh my God, Cole, give it a rest. <laughs> it was terrible. Anything but that. No more anonymous GM. Um. Now we move uh, to the land of all elite wrestling. Um, one of the biggest uh, stories that was out Um. You know, uh, Ringside News reported this, but um, there's been a lot of problems or uh, issues with uh, Tony Khan's backstage behavior. Like over the past, you know, a couple of weeks uh, that went on or, or months, it got worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, that e- there was even an incident where a high-ranking uh, member or, or executive of the team working backstage uh, quit and then you know it was also reported that Khan, you know, chased this person and literally begged them to stay and and not quit. Um, to be completely honest with you, I am not surprised. Not surprised because uh, I know a lot of people have pointed that out, but I've observed this from myself. You, you see, when 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 Tony Khan does this, uh, you know, this media presentation after every pay-per-view like let's say when when adam cole debuted when um cesaro debuted when when okada you know they all look at their debuts yeah he like hugged them and thanked them and it was like an aggressive hug and all that i mean listen i know he's passionate but it kind of seemed a little awkward um and at times like you know I, i i don't know like I don't know if it's because of this whole Triple H thing where, you know, it's been chaotic because I'll be honest with you, you know, AEW was on a roll. I'll jump, I'll jump in this. AEW the pressure is the- officially been applied. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's not that like Vince was over the hill and, and Nick and Tony had, not Nick, Tony had a, a lot of pull early because he was getting the wrestlers that were frustrated. So granted, I know even from the very beginning, your only wish for AEW was if you didn't have any wrestlers, let the independent wrestlers be the for the forefront of your of your show. Yeah. And as I told you before, I was like, it's gonna change where you're gonna have more and more talent, whether it's frustration or money or just contr- you know contractual obligations and you're going to have these guys going to switch over from different companies because they're going to pursue the money. They're going to pursue the opportunity to be on AEW, on a brand new show. Yeah. And they were kicking WWE's ass. I think they still are. From you no know, you know, the numbers and the quality of matches. Now, since Vince is gone, and you have Triple H coming into the fray, all that shit is done with. You have a guy that was once as over the hill, now gone. You have a guy that's been in the company as long as you've been alive. Has been wrestling 
in the in 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 the rest in in the world. Since like, I don't know how I don't know how old Tony is, but either way, he's been doing this for years. He knows the game front and back. He was one of the main reasons why WB is still relevant. They saved it from, you know, disaster. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. All yeah. this new crew. There's no attitude era guys anymore. The ruthless aggression era. You have four people: Orton, Ray, Cena's. You know, up for grabs. And Lesnar. Yeah. After that, that era is once they go, it's officially dead. All this now is the is the Florida Coast wrestling, the Florida the Gulf Coast wrestling, which was Reigns, which was Ambrose. A lot of you guys coming in at um, Ziggler, um, Kofi, Biggie, so on and so forth, and then it's all NXT, and all these guys are and all these wrestlers, both men and women. Who are NXT? Triple H is the one that found these people, thanks to Regal and everybody else. And now all these, all these, all this talent is on the main roster. Yeah, like, and most of it. I mean, listen, if 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 you've seen like Raw and SmackDown for the past, you know, week or two, it, it has NXT flavor. Guys. It has NXT black and gold flavor all over it. And just to go back to Tony Khan, like I'm not saying, all right. I feel like everything started going downhill in a way since the whole issue with Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes left. That's where it's like, all right, you know, I'm not saying things went downhill. I it, it probably it, it probably yeah it peaked it and, probably, and 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 the problems with Tony Khan began because it's like, oh my god, all right, we just lost Cody to the competition, right? And it's not only Cody; it's like, all right, now people, you know. People in their own roster are considering leaving to go to WWE, and it's like I feel like this is just a a a, a desperate uh uh you know uh I would say this is a desperate time for Tony Khan because it's like meanwhile he's done good things for 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 like for Cesaro made him ROH World Champion fine, but you you lost. Gresham, who's a great, like one of the greatest technical wrestlers, because of bad booking. Um, this whole thing with MJF, I don't know if it's real or not. I really if don't MJ know. Leaves. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. You now have a problem. And yeah, if MJF does in fact leave, shitty booking. But I mean, I right now I think MJF will return at all out. That's that's my prediction. I think he's getting his well-deserved time off. Right. If he doesn't return at all out, if MJF, then I would be like, all right, maybe this is actually real. Because remember, MJF is really close with with um with uh Cody. And then the fact that WWE is still transitioning or on its way to transition for TV 14, this is tailor made for MJF. So Again, if you lose MGF, all right, big loss. All right, I love what you did with Swerve Scott and Strickland. Boom. But there's been like, you know, uh, sh- you know, shitty bookings that I can't remember right now on the top of my head. That's like, damn, like that 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 hurts the product a little bit. Um, but overall, I mean, listen, he he's doing his thing right now. But I I feel like right now Tony Khan just needs to fi- uh, focus on his own product. Because it feels like week in and week out, he throws shots at WWE. I haven't seen any shots since Triple H took over. Let me just tell you that. And I think Tony Khan complimented it. That, you know, when Triple H took over, like, things have been better with WWE. I think that was the only compliment, if I'm not mistaken. Because what else are you going to do? Oh, great. Da, 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 da. Like, there's nothing you can do now. Yeah. Anybody but... took shots at Vince because Vince was over the hill. Yeah, Triple H is but, nowhere near over the hill. Triple H is in his prime when it comes to wrestling, when it comes to the knowledge, when it comes to understanding how to really, especially the heels. Kevin yeah. Owens going the way he's going is a prime situation, what he did before with the whole Rollins double turn for Owens to win the belt. Yeah. Or just, like, everything all together. And, everything that is Triple H, you're going to see every part of his career laid out on this show now. Yeah. 
And, and, and now Tony has to go and put in better work and apply better effort now because now you walking over the competition is no more. No, and, and here's the thing. AEW had the upper hand because Vince was set to one mindset. One mindset surrounded with all yes men. Triple H is more open-minded. And Triple H already has experience with his run in NXT. And to be honest with you, I don't call... I don't... I wouldn't say that NXT Black and Gold was a failure because they were going up against against AEW's. Look look at the production of what you had. It doesn't matter about you, whatever it is. And the the people they create... I mean, the the wrestlers, the characters that, you know, developed from NXT. But real quick, um, this was written on on Twitter. uh, Steve Carrier of Ringside News. Uh, You can follow him, Steve underscore Carrier. Uh, he, he, He stated... Uh, in a follow-up to our report about Tony Khan's backstage behavior, another individual has reached out and confirmed our report. The atmosphere in hashtag AEW recently is being described as uh, chaos and worse than normal. I take this and I read this and I'm like, there's a desperate, this is a desperate attempt by Tony Khan to salvage AEW right now because he knows that WWE is picking up and it's picking up fast and quick. So, um, you know, and we've seen that. We've seen that. Like, once WWE let go of all those wrestlers, half of them signed with AEW, and all things was fine and dandy. Now that Triple H is taking over, not only is AE, uh, WWE re-signing some of those that, you know, are still available in free agency, but now it's kind of like WWE's convincing AEW wrestlers like yo, you can back. come here too. You can come back here. Like, look what we're doing. The it's a different shift atmosphere that happened between WWE and AEW and uh WCW. Everybody left WCW. All of a sudden, you got Jericho, the first real big buyer to come back, or not come back, but to but to show up. So if Cody Rose gets, and I said it before, with Cody coming back. It had it will when it's all said and done in five six years, you're going to see the comparison of Jericho's debut and how significant that was of now people leaving what was once the top dog to now to the underdog. Same situation. AW was dominating, and now this a switch was made. Whatever it was, WWE and WWE had their own personal whatever it is. And now Jericho makes his debut years ago. And now you have Rhodes returning. It's the same electric feel. Yeah. The same pop that Jericho had was in comparison to years then to now is the same impact Rhodes had when, when Cody made his debut at Mania. Yeah. So with all that being said, when you see people coming over, look back at WCW's fallout and who left as time progressed. And you're going to see, you know, a tie, a, a shift, the tie turning yeah. certain ways. And, and the you way you have, um, like the 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 Benoits, the Guerreros, the Mysterios, that kind of stature, and the in certain divisions coming over, the women coming over. You're gonna have different t- the tag teams. You're gonna have the Dudleys. You're gonna have the Hardys. You're gonna have the Edge and Christians from where across the world, probably mostly AEW, and they will transition over. Not saying them exactly, but like those types of talents in their respective companies. God, listen, we're talking about MJF. What happens if the Young Bucks transition over? I mean, listen, who who knows? Look, what look. happens if FTR comes back? I mean, I mean, we saw the way FTR was treated in NXT, and with now Triple H leadership, it's like who knows? I mean, you, I, I love that you mentioned Young Bucks because uh, the Young Bucks. Kenny Omega and I think Hangman, I think their contract uh, is up at some point in 2023. So it's like I'm not saying that they're gonna jump ship, you know. Definitely, if they but... do, they do. I think Omega and Paige did their they paid their dues. Like if Jericho left, Jericho I mean, did it all. It, it, honestly, Jericho, Jericho did whatever he said. It wouldn't, he's be, so, it, it wouldn't surprise me anymore. It, it wouldn't be surprising. But Jericho, he went to AW and created a monster. 
but uh, it, right, and 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 to be honest with you, like I I feel like the whole Cody Rhodes factor is the biggest factor in here because a lot of people are like, oh damn, all right, Cody, Cody Rhodes went from being booed to being hella cheered in WWE, going right. back to WWE, and not only that, look at the push he's getting. So again, we've said this in the previous uh, in a previous episode. It's like that's going to convince other wrestlers, like, oh man, maybe I do have an opportunity to go to WWE and get the same treatment that Cody Rhodes is getting. Right. So, and some uh, of the talent, not not clearly, clearly an amazing talent. Yeah, there are guys that we don't speak on, we as in fans, and if you go to really follow and pay attention to every tidbit, there's talent that's better than Cody. Cody's just yeah. the biggest name that went over. There's a lot of talent that's a lot better than Cody that could look to get an opportunity to go over there. Yeah, and we're just gonna wait and find out who's the next. The first dominoes drop. Who's the next one to make that make that turn? Yeah, yeah. Um. So if you didn't catch AEW Dynamite, uh, we saw the grand return of CM Punk. Uh, making yeah, the yeah. save, making the save. Uh, you know, to save Moxley, and fight off. Uh, you know, Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society. So, um, you know, that that was that was uh that was pretty good. I mean. Once his music hit, the the crowd erupted, uh, and obviously, you know, um, he's still a champion. So, uh, it's only a matter of time till they, I mean, if they haven't officially announced, but I think you know, the the fact is that we're we're gonna get CM Punk versus Moxley, um, and to be honest with you, oh my god, I'm gonna sound such a, a hater. Go ahead, hater. I'm not hi- like, I I feel like there's only hype surrounding this match. So who who's the reason why you're not gonna be excited about this match? CM Punk because CM Punk has looked a little sluggish. In in, in let's the go ring. Punk, let's go Champ, <laughs> let's go Champ. He's looked a little sluggish in the ring. And listen, you can knock me for it, and 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 I'm not you know. Listen, I criticize AEW, WWE, Impact, whatever. I'm not I'm not taking sides here. I'm just saying what I see. CM Punk has its moments where he's been sluggish. Remember, he's what forty four years old. Let's go, Punk. I mean, listen, you can say prove the haters wrong. I mean, I you're, got you're your right. back. Listen, if he and he'll he'll probably prove me wrong because I I feel like Punk and Moxley have the potential to be a banger, mm-hmm. but I feel like with Punk's injuries, right, and the fact you know it's a surgically repaired foot here. So I mean, we we got to see that he can't do those moves that he once did unless he proves us wrong. But proves you wrong. You know, yeah, proves me wrong, right? You know, but, I'm I mean, but guys. and he doesn't have to prove anything to me because I'm nobody. But I'm just saying, um, you are you one know, half of the Sunset Flip Wrestling podcast. You hold your tongue, woman. You know, I, I don't know. I I just the whole you know, I I really don't know. Let's go, Punk. That's all I gotta say. I really, that's that's all I'm saying. I, I really don't. But the fact is, AEW needed CM Punk more than ever now that WWE's been picking up. So, uh, it's a great win for uh, you know, for uh, for Plus. AEW especially in the ratings. Um, but, 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 but that's not the only person they're getting back. So, um, me. As a wrestling fan, I love watching uh everything wrestling. So today, uh, you know, Monday. Uh Mondays are being the elite uh day. So I watched being the elite towards the end. Uh well, if you didn't know, last week on Dynamite, the Young Bucks offered Hangman Page to team up with them in the trios tournament. Page politely declined and said that you know he he you know he wants to put all his support on the dark order because they were there for him um you know in which Matt and Nick Jackson they they understood and whatnot so whatever so being the elite towards the end of the video it's kind of obvious that they teased a certain Kenny Omega returning um and you know, just the just before the video, um, you know, uh, you know, completely ends. You kind of hear like a a sound, 
which is the sound of Kenny Omega's uh, theme. It, it's like a one second, like short sound. So I'm like, all right, they're definitely teasing Omega. Um, I, I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm hyped uh, for Omega's return. It, it's been a while. Um, you know, he's been one of my favorite in-ring competitors. Um, and obviously one of the top uh, in-ring competitors in the business. Um, I just would have done it a little differently, to be honest with you. I feel like now certain 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 like statute limitation when it comes to having like returns or debuts yeah. or intros. Yeah, I feel like uh, like for Omega's return, it's like all right, now we're all anticipating it. I just feel like it should have been like a surprise. Like I I if I was booking this, right, I would have definitely had Hangman join the Young Bucks, right? And let's say when the Young Bucks uh, and Hangman are, are are fighting against the Undisputed Elite, uh, Undisputed Elite gets the upper hand, maybe has some help from some outside party, and then Kenny Omega makes the same, uh, you know, makes the save, reunites with the Bucks, but at the same time makes amends with Hangman, so you know, reforming the Elite. So, um, but nevertheless, that's just fantasy booking here. But I'm super happy. Um, which is a major tease, uh, you know, for their mystery partner. Hopefully, it's it's Omega. It could be a swerve, but all signs are pointing that Omega will be the mystery. If it's partner not Omega, who would it be? I I don't know. I I, I really 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 don't know. <laughs> if it's not Omega, it's gonna be Don Callis. Um. Oh, brother. <laughs> that would be that would be super funny. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. That would be hilarious. I'm but, uh, uh, no. Yeah, we'll go watch Rose Lucha Underground if that's the case. Hell no. Yeah. So, uh, you know, nevertheless, it, it was teased. I'm all for it. Um, my last piece of uh, AEW uh, news, uh, you knowing how serious this injury could be. Um, unfortunately, uh, Chris Statlander will be out. Um, as she, you know, she requires to get surgery for a. Uh, Torn ACL and meniscus. So, so I'll say it now: the meniscus is going to be about four to six weeks, depending on how bad it's going to be. Yeah, and that's before she's on the road to rehab. The ACL is going to be at least six months before she gets like into actual like training, and after that, it's like nine months to a year. Yeah, well, so we've seen it next year all it. out. We've seen it with Bailey, and. You know, unfortunately, this is the second time she's torn her ACL because she she previously torn it in 2020, and then she made some, and then she returned in in 2021. Maybe so, she didn't come back fully healthy. So just you know, take the time. I've, I'm going to be going through the same process again with my knee. I've had ACL, meniscus, patella tendon, and Carla's damage. Um, yeah. Take your time. Yeah, it's it's just real unfortunate because it, it seems like her momentum was picking up, um, and you know just you know derailed by injuries. It it really sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Wrestling will be here when she leaves. Mm-hmm. Well, wrestling wrestling has been here since she yeah, left. I, I didn't know I put you be to here sleep. when she comes returns. Lisa, I, I didn't know I, I was putting you to sleep. No, it's been a long day. <laughs> no, but don't worry. We'll we're gonna finish this with uh I can't believe we're talking to him uh, about him in 2022, but so is Ric Flair really done with wrestling? Yo <laughs> so I want to talk about this last week, but I never got I never really got the ground because the match happened that night. Yeah, because Ric Flair you know, blacked out three times I think it was three <laughs> times during the match. Like bro I'm sorry for laughing, but uh, I mean it's like, what do you expect? A 72, 73 year old man going, doing the things he, I mean, it He's doesn't done. surprise me, but He's done. He, he got through the match very well. But we just finally realized that, hey, he, 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 yo, he pretended like he got a heart attack mid match. Yeah. He probably did. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be mean to, to Rick, but he probably did have a heart attack mid match. Well, uh, and I bring him up because, as you know, um, you know, uh, what was it a week ago or a couple weeks ago? It was Rick Flair's last match in, in Nashville, whatever. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. But um, now he's 
uh, I guess you can say regretting the fact that it it was Ric Flair's last match, quote unquote, or he says, you know, because since that what event, are you talking about? since that event, numerous bookings for for oh, there's been numerous wrestling promotions that have hold offered on, hold on. bookings. Let me, let me yep. the mic. Ric Flair, if you're if you're hearing this, if you do hear this, please retire. You're I'm not. Listening. You're gonna make this legacy and this this ending of your career be a thousand times worse. Please. Uh, listen, I, I I hope so too. But I say this be, is because he he has received a lot of offers on numerous bookings, and again. Now that that opportunity has come, he, I don't know, listen, he might not want to retire. And not only that, is that, you know, this, uh, what was it, last weekend or two weekends ago, Ric Flair pops up in Puerto Rico and, got, began, phys- baby. <laughs> and got physical with his, uh, you know, longtime uh, rival, uh, Carlos Colon, um, in which you know Carlos Colon like headbutted him, and 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 you know they went at it. But if that took place, that that means they're teasing another Ric Flair match. Rick, please. Like, please don't. I, I mean, <laughs> and, and 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 not to. You know, um, not to make matters worse, though, right? If they do a Ric Flair versus Carlos Colon match, right? <laughs> Let, let's just say, Carlos Colon is 74 years old. Could, Please, no more, Rick. Could, could barely walk. And so you're going to have a 74-year-old versus, what, a 73-year-old? Like and you're gonna pee and the match gonna go twenty minutes. I listen. I I I don't know. I I I don't know. I feel like, listen. The event was Ric Flair's last match, and it was and great. People, and it, yes, and, and the card was amazing, and a lot of people bought it because it was Ric Flair's last match. How are you gonna look when it's not your last match and you're continuing to take bookings? Like I, I feel like all right, if you take bookings to be like, you know, to show up for Big appearances, appearances show ups, maybe be the host of a of a pay-per-view or, or, or not wrestling. Or or, yeah. or or you know, or what happened in Puerto Rico, like him and, and Carlos Colon got physical. Fine, that's fine, that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, now you're teasing a like additional matches that could take place in the future for Ric Flair. It's not and the best be, look in the world. And I just doesn't hope that, Ric hope Flair not, have like a pacemaker? Uh, one of those. You got a pacemaker in there. Yeah, like, as well. But he's it's Rick Dunn. Please shout out to one of the, shout out to probably the greatest, probably the greatest of all time, pound for pound, for tenure, for matches, for championships. That's it. Like we're done here. We're done. We're yeah. done with Ric Flair. Oh, and, and to be honest with you, shout out to to the Undertaker because um, you know Ric Flair passed out a couple times, right? And it was due to you know hydration, and supposedly um, the Undertaker uh, came out and you know I think like backstage Ric Flair had like all these beers. And the Undertaker gave him Gatorades. Thank you, thank you, Taker. Yeah, take care of our elderly. And that's how like hydra- like you know, dehydrated he was. So I mean, listen, Undertaker knew right away. Just taking a look at at at, at Rick Flair. Have some but, fucking water, Rick. Yeah. Oh, but man. um, that yeah, that's all the news I got for. <laughs> well, I got one. I wanted to bring in. I'm glad you bring it up. Usually, I, every time I have something, you bring it up, which I give a damn it. Minnesota. So during an episode of uh, Busted Open Radio last week, Mark Henry talked about why, since he rest, since he arrived at AEW, why hasn't he shown up? So he spoke to so he spoke to Bubba Ray or Bully Ray Dudley, and I quote: 
bully, to be honest, to be completely transparent, I got nerve damage is why I don't wrestle in my back. It's the SI joint, which is the sac is the uh sacroiliac joint. So there's been times where I do too much of AW to have to take a wheelchair through an airport. And the subject is I'm prideful and I hate it when I can't walk through the airport. Feels my leg is on fire. I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not saying for a pity party for me. I'm saying that Darren Drozdov, aka D Roz or Draws, is in a wheelchair the rest of his life, paralyzed from the chest down. So he spoke to the doctor. The doctor told him, hey, man, you know you can surgically get that fixed. And he said, don't do it until you can't walk no more. He's like, let that be your last alternative. So I feel like, so I, I feel it, but I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? So Mark Henry as well is on his way out because that SI joint, if that joint goes, you're in trouble. So it's... It was nice seeing him make the switch over, but the prep work to get to be in the ring is now no more. I think it's and, and you know what's end. crazy. I mean, to think Mark Henry is still relatively young. For you know, all the, the problem the, is for all, all that lift training, yeah, all the power lifting. I don't know, like powerlifting fuck like powerlifting is good once in a while like when you're doing in sequence yeah but that shit takes a toll on your knees but you're doing you're training six months out the year nine months out the year to get yourself in shape and then you're doing it while you were wrestling then you wrestle for 20 25 20 years called 23 24 years it's a lot on the body from lifting heavy weights to lifting a big show lifting up guys like that like it's tough you know, I think his body's finally starting to give out, which sucks. Yeah, his body gave out years ago, but he was I, able to push through. I just can't believe, like, he's been a wrestler for all these years, and he's only 51 years old. Yeah, bro. Like, it's just, you have to be, and the problem is he's a big dude. He's a nationally big guy. Mm-hmm. You can't shave that weight off. Like, it's nothing. Like, you're, the, you're that no, big of a dude, you're going to stay yeah, that big. Yeah. You know, you weren't born... You know, small kid. He was in. If you saw the Stone Cold podcast, the Broken Skull podcast, the sessions, he was in tears talking about how he was bullied as a kid because he was abnormally big. Like he was the he was the like. I don't know how big you were when you were little, but I was five, four in the sixth grade. I was with everybody else. Mm-hmm. One seventh grade hit. I went from five four to five ten in one summer. That was my growth spurt. That was my big spurt. So it's like now I'm I'm the giant among kids in the seventh grade, and then I kept growing and growing. I'd be in six two, going into high school. You know, everybody stayed you know five six five seven, and I was the big kid on campus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but Mark Henry was like five nine, two hundred pounds at like thirteen. Like he was huge. So like you were born to be that big. You were born to be a physical specimen. Which is what he is. Yeah. Huge. You can't not lose that. You know what I'm saying? Like big show dropped all that weight because he is he's because of his condition. You won't right. be the big show, just a big dude. Like he's the big guy now. Like Cena was never that big of a guy. Cena got huge. The Rock right. was never that big of a guy. He was just an athlete, a big athlete. And he now he's a mammoth of a man. You know what I'm saying? But he can lose that and be fine. You know what I mean? Mark it, Henry was it, it, it's what you said. It's it's all those, you know, the his whole like powerlifting. I mean, listen, yeah, he's kind of powerlifting like 15 all these, years old, 16 years old. Like yeah, not... all the all these powerlifting competitions where he did squat like where he squats like almost a thousand pounds on deadlifts. Reps. Yep, deadlifts almost a thousand pounds. Powerlifting, like, you know, it's crazy. It's just, you know, uh it takes a tear, and, and you don't feel it at the moment, but... 10 years from now, you're going to yeah, feel something. Gonna, 20 yeah, years. And for him, it's 20... When he started, he started 96? 96, 97? Well, you know, but even then, 20 years. When he really starts slowing down, like 17, 18? He got like 20 years in. He got over 20 years. Yeah. Just under 25. And now the situations become dire. And then, and then also the, the weight, you know, the weight as well. 
you come on there with the weight. I mean, if you slim down, then you know if you drop 20, 30 pounds, that'll help. You know, that, but... that'll help a lot. And in in I think in your case and and even in my in my mom's case, and I'm obviously I'm not comparing, you know, but you know, when when my mom tore her meniscus, right? She was told you have to lose weight in order for your leg to like you know yeah. to recover. Because you and, can't and same thing with you and your ACL. Exactly. And then the same thing with you you and your ACL. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, they told you like you gotta slim down a little bit just so you know that that all that weight falls on your knee, you know. Yeah, the stress goes away once you have weight. So yeah, you know, I was I dropped I, I ballooned, I got to almost 300 and now I'm showing like 255, 260. But it's like that's still like a good deal. I so I think I I'm gonna keep on dropping, especially once they get surgery. Like it's, there's no more lifting; it's just all cardio, and all like I'm gonna be like just going like a, a thousand calories a year, <laughs> a day, trying to do what I can. But it's tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then for Mark Henry, you know he was like three, he was almost four hundred pounds. Like this guy's on man. Currently, yeah, he's like he's around like. 360, 370. Yeah, like it just sucks. It's, it's a situation. And that's the thing. I, I hope he seeks. I hope he gets what he needs to get done. That way he can bounce back. And I hope, you know what? I hope he gets one good run left in re- for wrestling. Like Big Show. Big Show's done. Big Show wants to do Kevin Sano, like I spoke about you know, in a previous episode. One last run. Have a good time with it. And then right off of the sunset as being as legend that you are. Yep. So just a legend you are, Soto. And myself and this podcast is legendary. It's growing as we speak. But that'll do it for us in today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out, showing love. Um, you can check us out on all our social media platforms. You can check us on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. You can check us out on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. We are now on YouTube. You can check us on YouTube at the Woo! same thing. Sunset Flip Wrestling. We are there. And we gotta put more videos up. We gotta get that set up. Um because, uh, you can check us on on um Instagram at sfw.podcast. You can check us out on all our streaming platforms when it comes to getting your podcast views and listens. Uh, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Breaker, Radio Public, so on and so forth, and so many more. We are live on Anchor. That's our home base. That's our home networking. Anchor, we appreciate you guys week in, week out, showing us love and helping us get through the processes. You know, um, we wouldn't be where we are without you because we started off with you guys and we will keep riding with you guys till the wheels fall off. Um, special shout out to Zoom. You know, I don't know if you guys hear this, but if you guys do see this, anybody is Zoom or Rose Wrestling, you know, we put in a good amount of money to make this run. Ask Soto. He's the one doing the uh, behind-the-scenes work in Zoom, up and running. Um, StreamYard as well. You can check us out using that platform. We get everything set up for all our platforms at the same time to go. Um, you can check us on, on Twitch. I know my gaming Twitch is... The um the real Billy the real Billy X thirty um yeah the real Billy X Billy X the kid one that's mine Billy real Billy thirty is my Twitter but you can check us out on Soto's Gaming Twitch where he provides all the wrestling news as well as you catch him on his streams you know we're both streaming more so it's gonna be a consistent basis here as he just popped them online Ag Master General check out um. His stream. So you want to give him your stream information, your Twitch? Uh, yes, it is Eggmaster General Seventeen. Check uh, that out. Word. So, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get the next uh wrestling stream on uh, what is it? Clash the of uh, the third. Yeah, AEW. My God, we have so many on the events. Third, I mean, and then we have class, I mean, we had classic castle. We had we have none on August, but now it's like they're all creeping up in oh, September. Swap it around. We have Clash of the Castle on Saturday, and then all out yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, um, going to be chock full of great things. Yeah, yeah, no, no. and then uh, you know, obviously, uh, we're gonna you know try out TikTok and try TikTok to will be a uh, future yeah. progress as well. Yeah, trying to interact oh, with fans. You can check that, that out too. at the Real Beely Thirty. Like my yeah. shit. I'm saying I'm trying to get. I'm trying to go viral. Show some love. Word. 
You know what I'm saying? Where's the love for in this world, in this cold, cold world? Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll do it for us. Soto, what are you about to run? Because I'm about to keep playing the show. Uh, I think I'm going to play the show, too. But, you know, there's an hour of Monday Night Raw left. So I have that popping know, up right now. It's got to switch uh, over. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to really focus on that. And, and the reason why I say really focus on that is because we've been seeing signs of something. Now, I don't know if it's, you know, real quick before we close it out. Um, of Dexter Loomis or Bray Wyatt, but teaser, teaser. That oh, by the way, that Loomis return was pretty dope. It, it, no, it was, it was, and you know, he gives me DVP vibes. <laughs> we saw, we saw uh, earlier tonight on Raw, Theory and Ziggler, uh, they had a tussle backstage, and then through a door, we just saw a hand, and it kind of looked like Bray Wyatt's hand. But at the same time, it could be Dexter Loomis. Then another clue that we saw was that uh, McIntyre was walking towards the ring and a whole bunch of people were putting out a fire in a trash can. I don't know if that's Loomis or Bray Wyatt. I'll say it's like, I mean, I mean, based on what happened last week, you could assume it's Loomis. But at the same time, it was it looked like Bray Wyatt's hand, and also the fiend with the fire makes a lot of sense. So it's like last week for the fiend, he was on fire as is. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it, it's a lot to process. Um, so who who knows? Who knows at this point? Who knows? All right. Well, we'll get into that, and we will catch you next week. Yes, sir. All right, y'all.